there's there's an access that God's just opening up. And we're, ha- we're having a prophetic service tonight. Prophetic gathering. And I just want to let you know that you're here. This is not about 2016. This is about you right here tonight in this building. There's an access. I saw it was almost like a treasure chest that all of a sudden you're going to begin to give access to. And then I saw things being taken out of the treasure chest and given to each and every one of you. It was like given to you, and then it was given to you, and then it was given to you. And then it was a different thing for each one, but it was almost like an access tonight. So as they just play, I want us just begin to close your eyes a moment and just picture this access. All of a sudden, it may come clear to you. All of a sudden, it may come come real clear that it'll be unveiled. And there's an access that you're given tonight. Just begin to use that access. There's no fee. There's no charge. You know, like we've been doing phones and there's like an access charge to this and an access charge to that. And there's no charge. Just begin to access that tonight. Do you see that? There's coming. It's coming. There's access. There's access. This treasure chest isn't just a small little bitty treasure chest. It's something that just goes on and on and on and on that you're being accessed to. Gifts are being released tonight. It's not just gold, frankincense, and myrrh. But there's gifts. There's prophetic. There's wisdom. There's gifts of revelation. There's gifts of healing. Gifts of tongues, interpretation. There's administrative gifts and generosity gifts. These gifts are just, these access are just a full, all access pass. (laughs) It just came into view. It's like an all access pass. I've been to a few places that where you had to have a certain pass to get in. You've got an all access pass tonight. Just begin to receive that tonight. Just receive that tonight. Just begin to receive that tonight. Just begin to receive it. Are you getting it? Are you getting it? You're, you're, you're involved in it. It's tonight. It's for you. It's just for you. It's just for you. It's just for you. Not that others don't get an access, but you got the access tonight. Just begin to receive and walk in that tonight. Father, we thank you for the all access pass. We thank you for access to those things. Thank you for the access to those treasures. Thank you for the access to those hidden things tonight. God, we ask you just release your goodness tonight. Well, you are a good God. You know, we've just missed coming together. We've I've missed getting together and worshiping us, worshiping you corp- corporately, all of us getting together like tonight. God, we just are I'm so grateful for this. I'm just so grateful and thankful. God, we appreciate everything that you're doing for us, that you do for us, that you've done for us. God, we just thank you for that. We just thank you, Father. Thank you for the worship team. Thank you for them ushering in your presence. You are here tonight. We don't have to work up anything because you're here. We don't have to build something up because you're here. And you just step in. Step in tonight. Step into our lives tonight. I heard the Lord say, I want access to your lives. Will you give him access tonight? Will you give him access tonight? He's not going to embarrass you. He's not here to hurt you. Will you just give him access to your life tonight? He loves you. 
He wants to handle you very tenderly and loving. Will you give him access tonight? Lord, I'm giving you access. I give you access to my life. Not just tonight. Before tonight, after tonight. I want you to have access to every part of me. Every part of me, God. Would you just say that? Will you, will you mean that tonight? Will you say, God, you can have those things. Those things that are in the dark. You can have them. Those things of the past. Those pains and hurts. You can have them. Even the joys and even the victories of the past. You can have them. You can have them. Just take those, God. Take all the successes even of the past. You know you want to give them the failures. Give them those. Sometimes we don't want to give them the successes. We try to live in the success of 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30, 40, 50 years ago. We live in those successes. There's mercies new every morning. There's new mercies today. There's a lot of things left today for us to get access to. We just thank you for that, God. We just receive that. You believe that you receive. Just say, I believe that I receive. I believe that I receive that right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You guys can be seated real quick. Um, I'm going to have them just kind of leave the lights where we are. Uh, I just want to transition real quickly um, into what I believe that the Lord has for us tonight. So I'm going to, if you guys want to stay and play, you're welcome to do that. Um, if you guys want to come down, you're up to do that. Susan, I just want you to continue to play as the Lord leads. But if you will, I'm going to have, um, I'm going to have Mike put up a couple scriptures because I want to get into what God has for us tonight. How many of you know we're a prophetic church? Prophetic church, meaning prophecy is an important part of our DNA. Um, Pastor Virginia is, is a prophet of the house that she was commissioned years ago and set in as that. There's a title, but there's also that responsibility that is there. Um, tonight, I just want to share with you. Some of you have, have said, you know, I want to hear something for 216, 2016. I want to hear something for this new year. How many of you know one word can change your life? One word can change your life. One word can change things in your life tonight. I just want to put up a couple scriptures, Mike, if you will. 1 Corinthians 14. The Corinthian church is a church like ours. You know, loves God, wants to experience the gifts, wants to, you know, experience this wonderful freedom that you have. It was some similar things that all churches go through. And Paul was talking about in in 1 Corinthians 14, he said, Pursue love, yet desire earnestly spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. That you may prophesy. Prophecy is speaking what you hear God saying and speaking that forth. You can look in on the Old Testament prophets and there was a difference in the Old Testament prophets than there are in New Testament prophets. The prophecies were prophesied for and fulfilled that Jesus had about Jesus, the Messiah that was coming. You can look at prophecy after prophecy after prophecy after prophecy and it was being fulfilled in the New Testament. Verse 2 says, For one who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands but his spirit. He speaks mysteries. He's talking about tongues and interpretation. He's talking about the prophecy. 
And verse 3 goes on, he says, But one who prophesies, say prophesies. He says, Speaks to men for edification and exhortation and consolation. So a New Testament prophetic prophecy is going to speak to be encouraging. It's going to speak to edify. It's going to speak to console. A couple things that we probably realized and understood many years is, is the prophetic itself and how it is. And everybody's different with it. But the prophets now today need to be speaking edifying and encouraging and uplifting. And the prophetic words, we've got prophetic words that Shelly and I can, can show you over our lives that, that we didn't get, they didn't give us a direction. You should go turn left. But as they prophesied, it confirmed something already in us. And there were times where prophetic words were given, and all of you have had prophetic words that were probably given to you, that those prophetic words at times, when you heard it, it was like, ah, you know, that, that may not resonate right yet, but there may be parts of that prophetic words. The Bible says that we prophesy in part and we know in part. Okay? Prophecy is still for today. It has not gone away. Some people say the prophecy's gone away when Jesus was on the cross, his death, burial, and resurrection, that prophecy's gone away. Well, no, because 1 Corinthians was after the cross. And then some say, well, there are certain dispensations and prophecy's gone away. Prophecy has not gone away. Because how many of you know everybody needs a word of encouragement? Everybody needs a word of encouragement. So we want to be able to hear from the Lord and give a word of encouragement. We want to be able to hear from the Lord and speak something into your life. Here's what prophecy has done. I'm going to tell with you personally what prophecy has done for me. Prophecy, when somebody spoke it, there's been times where it's unlocked something in me. There's been times where we've listened to a prophetic word, say today, and five years later, we've listened to it again and looked back and said, that now came through that. So sometimes there's a timing of the Lord. There can be decisions that you can make that can change prophetically what God wants to do in your lives. So the prophecy itself prophetically speaks to you. We've got some people that have given some words, that have, have written some words down. And we want to give them the opportunity to be able to, to come up and read them to you. Here's what I want to, to give you some knowledge and wisdom about. When you hear the words, you might say, well... That's not me. It may just, it may be for somebody else in here. It may be for somebody else that's not here today that's going to be able to go online and be able to read that and they're going to say that word was for me or this part of that word was for me and this part of that word was for me. But it's prophecy is going to confirm something in you. Say confirm. It's going to confirm something in you. We, we don't, we don't, I don't, I don't like to prophesy babies and names and all these other things because these things should be given to you. I believe that God's going to speak to you. If, if God wants to name a child, my child, I want him to speak to me. How many of you know that they spoke to John the Baptist, they spoke to Zechariah and said, your child's going to be named John? They spoke to that directly. So what I want, you know, words of direction, words of correction, those different things. When we look at it, I go back to the scriptures and I say, God, you want prophesy to speak to men for edification and exhortation and consolation. Sometimes we need that prophetic word. So I love the prophetic. 
I love it. I love it. And, and there's times where we can get things just, it's like right here, there was a prophetic word that was spoken, and now is the time for that prophetic word. There's, I want to encourage you. If you've got some prophetic words over your life, that you've whether it's in written form or you got them on tape or CD or whatever, listen to those again. Go back and listen to them because there's a time and a season for a lot of things. And there's a prophetic flow that there's times and seasons for. He says, the one who prophesies speaks to men for edification and exhortation. I want to give, uh, I want to give some, you want to give some direction. I'm, some of you are probably thinking, well, what about offering? We're not worried about offering right now. We'll do something like that later. You can give and sow into it later. But I want to say this about the offering. Connect it prophetically. Connect it to what you're believing God for, what you're sowing seed for, and let's connect that and do it by faith. I'm not giving any offerings anymore without connecting it to the Word, without connecting it to faith, without connecting it to a seed. I've just refused to do that from here on out. From the day that we said, for the cause, I said, now when I do it, I'm connecting it to faith with the things of God. So I'm going to connect that, and we're going to see the seeds begin to grow. So that'll be for a little bit later. Virginia, do you want to come on up? Do you want to say anything? Um, there's a few of you that have given some written words. And then after we get done, there may be a few of you tonight that may have a word that you may not have written down that I'd like to have you come on up and then then we can have you share that. But I'm going to ask Virginia to come on up and, and lead us. Wasn't worship wonderful tonight? I really needed that. I've had a, a frustrating day. Have you ever, any of you had a frustrating day? But God can just soothe it all over, can't he? You know, I've been in the prophet's office here for many years. I, I didn't strive for it. It was given to me by God. And I love to prophesy. And I have some words for some of you. So when we're finished, um, um, I want to give it. And if you all have some words, I would like for you, those of you that have written something, and the rest of you, if you have something, it, it's just a good time to... To hear from God, so I have I have these sort of in order, and Lori's got to get back to the children, so I'm going to ask her to come up and read hers right now. I know I don't talk loud enough. <laughs> As I was seeking the Lord for what he wanted to say to us in this new year, I saw an old-fashioned radio with the big round dial in the front of it and the knobs that, and the knobs for turning to tune into a station. There was a person sitting close to the radio, and he was turning the knob very carefully to locate his favorite program. He located the station, and just for a moment, the voice was clear. 
Then static and chatter from other stations began interfering, making it difficult for him to hear the host's voice at all. After several unsuccessful attempts at regaining clarity, the person gave up and turned off the radio. I then heard, how often do my beloved children come to their prayer closets seeking to commune with me and cannot hear my voice for all the interference, the chatter, and the distractions. I am calling you back to your prayer closets in 2016 to listen quietly and still your inner being. Do not grow weary and leave your prayer closet. My guidance is yours for the asking. And I delight in guiding my children. Your focus on me is vital. For it is here that all the distractions fall away. You are my sons and my daughters who I passionately love and desire intimate fellowship with. Rest in me for the breakthrough. I am the inspiration and fountain of hope. And I will fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust in me. The power of the Holy Spirit will continually surround your life with his superabundance until you radiate with hope. Walk hand in hand with me as I proclaim victory over your life. Debbie, you're next. And then after Debbie is you, Linda. Just you and me here now. Oh, you and me here now. Okay. Hello? Am I on? Okay. Um, God gave me... This missed some pieces, and I and a couple of weeks ago, I'm going, I got my weeks messed up, and I, I was thinking it was going to be the next, the Wednesday right after Sunday. I'm going, God, I got to hear from you right away. So, <laughs> it was like, oh, I got to know. You know, so I sat before praise and worship, and, and this is what God gave me. He says, this will be a year of rejoicing. My people need to party. I don't know why I'm going to cry. I, I cry. And rejoice as I meet their needs and their wants. Now, what he talked about earlier, you know, when he was giving me bits and pieces, he says, that's one of the keys that we don't have. Somebody has something, oh, God just blessed me with a new car. And we go, oh, that's nice. You know? And what God wants us to do, I, I've been reading or listening to the Bible through my app, and they had jubilees and rejoicing and and party they partied for days and they'd party for seven days and they go that's not enough let's party for seven more (laughs) going that's what god wants us to do this year party rejoice before rejoice after really rejoice um, I, I miss that. My, my people need to party and rejoice as I meet their needs and their wants. Rejoice before and rejoice after. Really rejoice. It is a year to reclaim that which was lost or stolen. Reclaim the promises. 
sorry, reclaim the promises of old that were not fulfilled. Claim your inheritance. Seek my face, not my hand. And all that was lost will be restored unto you. Seek me first, and those things you desire will be added unto you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and the door will be opened. Ask, and ye shall receive. Ask with a contrite, repentant heart. It is my desire that my children seek me early, before the storm even comes on the horizon, or even on the radar of possibilities. Seek my face. It is there in my presence you will find all the answers and all the provision you will need to live out your mandates for 2016. This will be a year of giving and receiving, expecting new things, new jobs, new ministries, new businesses, new beginnings, and new endings. And I go, I'm like, okay. And then God says, without an end to the old, you cannot begin the new. This is not a bad thing, letting go of the old way of doing things, clinging to the new. Changes on the horizon, transition to change. It is a new day, a new era. Enter into the new, leave the old stale bread, and receive the new freshly baked. Receive my words this day. They are light and life to the hearers. You receive these words and you write them down. But then when you read them back, I find a lot of times you get very emotional when you read them. They, they, really, they really strike a chord in you then. So um, what I receive from God is 2016 will be a year of returning. The things that have separated the people of God will begin to lose their importance. And their eyes and hearts will be opened to the sweetness of unity within my kingdom. You are the light that dispels the darkness of the world system. And as you come together, one by one by one, my glory will fill the temple, the community, and the world. The earth groans for you to take your rightful place. My word contains your course, and it contains my promises as well. When I sent my word, I breathed life into it. It became a living force. It has not become weak with age, nor has it become obsolete with changing customs. I personally watch over my word, making sure it remains strong and true beyond all earthly circumstances. Return to the example of my son in your daily living. Walk in the power of humility and righteousness, loving one another, preferring one another, forgiving one another. Do this and your life will be sweet and you will be a witness to the world that you are my true children. Return to me. Return to relationship with me. This is the heartbeat of my plan for all of creation. I desire to walk intimately with you. You are my favorite children whom I love. I think constantly about giving you a complete and happy life. Don't be afraid to depend on me. It is with great pleasure that I give you the good things of my kingdom. Let's be close. I know your thoughts and you know mine.
Together we are secure in the love we have for one another. In 2016, there is a facility for you to begin the journey back to me, my kingdom, my promises. When you do, every element of creation and the fullness of the whole earth will connect with you in displaying my glory on the earth. In the upcoming year, I'm calling my people, return to me. We want you to listen with your ears tonight, but also listen with your heart tonight. This word was by um, by Robert um, Sermons, and I just want to share it with you and let it speak to you. I tell some people all the time, it's like sometimes when when God's doing things within our lives, I said, it, eat the meat and spit out the bones. It's like like eating fish get get the meat and then spit out the bones robert's got a good word here i want you to listen to this he said you my people are passing through a painful time fractures distrust want and distress are all around you each one of you has been touched with pain and suffering you are broken people if you admit it or not some of you have said to yourself things aren't so bad and some have said to yourself i'll be all right And some have said to yourself, I'm doing fine. I say to you, your circumstances are worse sometimes than you admit. You have a ways to go through your valley of the shadow of death. You're hiding your bleeding, broken lives. I love you, despite the disparity between your view and mine. And I call you to come up and to speak to me and let me heal you. You are the unshed tears You have unshed tears. You are bleeding. You are in want and in thirst. Come to me. My shoulders and my chest can bear the moist outpouring of your suffering. My hands are careful and soothing and can mend the most freely bleeding wounds. My table can sustain and refresh you. Many, however, have forgotten how to speak to your father. And you now hold on in sorrows and joys of life, letting them stagnate within you, leading to much bitterness and pain. There are those who know the voice, and I've given them to speak to their father, and I enjoy the sweetness of their lives, of my children from their spirits. You who have found your voice in this time I will compel you to speak of joys, sorrows, love, grief, mysteries, and my kingdom. You who are silent, I will stir your spirit with aim to the end of your silence. Allow your silence to end with joy. Speak as you've never spoken before. Cry out in praise, in testimony. Speak of grace and mercy. Whisper the wisdom of the Father. I call you to be people of vocal worship, unrestricted prayer, a people full of the spirits, full of my mercy and my grace that you release into the world silent of my things. Do not hold back your voices once your silence has ended. I've written my word on your hearts. The word that I've written, I've put on your heart is the image and the reflection 
of the Holy Spirit who is with you and within you, each one of you. He will not be stayed. And if you try to hold back the anointing that flows from his presence, you will be overwhelmed. It is much better that I have for you what I have for you, that of dancing and swimming and drinking to complete refreshment in my unrestricted river. Do not be one that admires the dam that will hold the surging river. You know, that was Robert, and he uh, he's deep. So if you didn't get it all, just think about it. You'll get it some as the day goes on, as the week goes on. I was given the word triumph. And the definition of that is a state of joy or exaltation for a success or victory. It's victory. It's success. To celebrate victory or success. To obtain victory. To be successful. To prevail. And in my words, it means to overcome. I believe Holy Spirit to say, strength is valued, but triumph comes from me. You overcome in part by your words of positive testimony of what I have done for you. It's a positive action of faith when you declare what I've done in your life. You decree a thing and it is established. You water that seed of declaration as you speak the word. It negates many bad assignments as you do. This is a time of determining to speak the word. My word is truth and life. And as you do, you will discover much that was mounting against you evaporates with little, if any, effects. You are mine, and I am proving that relationship. You will triumph and overcome in new areas that were previously impassable. You will rejoice, and I will be exalted. And that only oils the wheel of progress in your life. You know, I don't have this written down, but I just I feel it bubbling up. I just believe the Lord to be saying, you will prevail. You've been weary and you've been tired, but you've not given up. And therefore, you cannot fail. Even when you get to the point and you've done all you know to do, and you just stand in faith, you will overcome. Because you didn't give up. You stood, and you stood, and waited on me, says the Lord, and you stood in faith. And that brings me so much glory.
So one of the words I have are for Kelly. And God said to tell you that you feel like like a cloth that's gone through one of the old-fashioned washing machine ringer. And that's really getting pressed. But he said, look at you. You made it. You're still standing. And 2016 is going to unfold for you like a blanket. And you're going to walk in ways you did not know. And you're going to see things you did not know you could see. And you're going to have the most beautiful year of your life. Eric? I'm, I just don't have a whole lot of words. So a lot of times when God prophesies to me and speaks to me, it's, it's very simple. But I want, want you to hear this. Because I saw some of it in Linda's and I saw some of it in Debbie's and I saw some of it in Lori's. A lot of times when I talk to the Lord, it's, it's not about living word fellowship. It can be about you individually. But a lot of time God's working on me. He said, This year's I'm gonna this year I'm gonna bring some things to completion. Look for freedom and look for victory. You will see differently. You will see differently. The Father is showing himself in so many different ways. And this year is going to be a year that you're going to see him show himself differently to you than you have in the past. Tie up loose ends and expect some difficult things to become beautiful. And he gave me Isaiah 45, and it's verses 2 and 3. This is about Cyrus. He says, I will go before you, and I will make the rough places smooth. I will shatter the doors of bronze and cut through their iron bars. I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden wealth of secret places, so that you may know that it is I, the Lord God of Israel, who calls you by name. We have a name. We have a name. Our name actually is different in heaven than what it is here on earth. We have a name. And I just want to take just a moment and begin to, to pray into that. That we're going to begin to operate in our name in heaven here on earth. Because, you know, the scripture wants us to have heaven bring heaven to earth. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That you experience that name. Father, show us yourself to all of us. It's going to be different for each and every one of us. You're going to turn those things and make those things beautiful. You're going to take ashes. You're going to change it to something beautiful. You're going to take hurt and pain. 
You're going to change it to something beautiful. You're going to take struggle and you're going to change that into something beautiful. Father, let us hear your name that you call us. Your name that you have for us that's written in heaven. Let us be able to hear that. In Jesus' name, amen. I, uh, the, the word that uh, the Lord gave me whenever I, I knew it was time, so I kind of was, I didn't want to wait till the last minute. <laughs> so I, I had already kind of been, you know, saying, okay, Lord, if there's something that you want to say. And uh, there's kind of a joke at the prayer group because the other day <clears throat> the Lord gave me a prophetic word, but it was the name of a TV show. And I thought, oh, Lord, how spiritual is that? It's like, oh, i got to confess to everybody that I watch TV. Like, you know, no, I don't sit in a closet and, you know, um, you know, and so it's the Lord's sense of humor that the word came from the name of a TV show again for this. So um, I don't watch this show, so maybe some of you might, but it's the word limitless, limitless, limitless. And so that's how the Lord gave me the word was to see the, the little TV show thing. And I'm like, okay, Lord. And, and so this is the year of no limits. This is the year of the yes and amen of heaven resounding with the agreement of the yes and amen of earth. The exceedingly abundantly above and beyond all you could ever ask and think of heaven in heaven, manifesting in the exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond all you could ever ask and think in the earth. The ask and receive of heaven, bringing fullness of joy on earth. Let the violence of your faith drive the limitlessness of heaven into your earth. Laying claim... And not letting go like a spike being driven into the ground. Limitlessness has been given to you today. Take it. Ungodly limits, ungodly barriers, ungodly boundaries, anything. You know, whenever I first, again, how carnal, Pastor Sean, how carnal. When I first heard this word, I just thought about money. Oh, Limitless, and so I'm just seeing baking accounts overflowing. But, but it's so much more than that. So it's any ungodly barrier that the enemy has established around it. So that can be between people. That can be between, between you and your destiny. And on and on and on. So time for those limits to come down. Is Christy in here? There you are. Sometimes you could feel a little overwhelmed to get all these words at one time.
Um, God actually gave me this to me this afternoon. So, um, <laughs> I see the Lord as the champion of the people. He's clad in armor and returning victorious in battle. And I hear him say, I am your victory. I hear the word breakthrough. I see a seedling that has pushed through hard concrete. And again, I hear the Lord say, I am your victory. He says, I am your victory. Where you thought it was too hard, where you thought there was no way, indeed, I have overcome. Hold fast to me, for I make a way for you in the hard places, in the impossible places. Indeed, I am your victory. Amen. Christy and I spent the afternoon trying to get that word to me. My internet was not being nice. Well, mine is not too short. Does that surprise you? You know, as I've listened to these, I pick up I pick up things, uh, I just heard Sean say something there that I have in mind, but I want you to know, I wrote mine a long time ago, okay? <laughs> and, and it just, as you have, as I've compiled these, you know, I keep hearing the same thing. You've reached a time to let go. Let go of past ideas that did not work. Let go of words that did not materialize or hurt you in some way. Let go of all your hurts and take hold of me. Have you noticed how many times it says, return to me, come to me, take hold of me? You can't, oh wait, excuse me. I'm doing a new thing. You can't plan for it. You can't read what to do. You can't preach it yet because it's my new thing. Yes, I'm revealing who I am to my body. They're beginning to see me as I am, not a God that's afar, but one who is near. You'll now begin to expect me to show up. Some have continually looked for the worst, but now you've changed and you're expecting me to handle your life, to guide you into truth, to heal and deliver, and to show you my kingdom. My people, this is a time I have planned, and you are the stars of it. I will take you into 2016, and it will be like I've opened a segment of your life you had no idea could be opened. I am God, and I have every one of you in my hand. You will suddenly feel my fire, have visions of my realm, walk closer to me than you thought possible. Hear directions and plans that I have for you and touch my heart as I touch yours. I am is infiltrating your world with my world and the things you have desired will now come into your reach. This is a time of great revival of what I have planned for you and for my kingdom. Step in now and be ready for my new thing I am doing. Even now it shall spring forth. This will be a time of abundance. As I provide for you, you will not lack any good thing. 
I am the one who does more than you can think or even imagine. This is a time of healing hearts, healing bodies, healing emotions. As healing flows, it changes the atmosphere you live in. The atmosphere will be filled with electric sparks from my throne, and those who choose to live in it will be empowered as never before. Abundance, more than you could ask or think or even imagine, is coming to you. Look for it and step in. My anointing transforms your wilderness into well-watered life. You will rejoice as my breakthrough floods over you. I don't know how many times we've heard that word, breakthrough. You will have my presence, my purpose, my provision for joy. My waters have been dammed up, but now they shall come. When a dam breaks, then floods of water come to places where they were held back. This is what is happening now for Living Word Fellowship. My waters of abundance, prosperity, favor, no lack, salvations, repairs of the breach, my hidden riches, my provision, are breaking through the atmosphere, the more than you could ask for is here upon you. This year is the best yet for you, my people. You shall go out one way and come in another. I will scatter your enemies seven ways. This is my time for you, which makes it your time to receive. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy all I am doing now. This is my new thing. So, Linda, I, I had a word for you. God said, as you come closer this year, he's going to show you things that you've looked for and weren't able to see. And then he's going to hand you the key so that you can unlock them so you can partake of them. And he says to tell you, he has you and your family in his hand. And strength is going to come to you this year like you've never had. And and you're going to be able to impart that strength to others. And Mario and Stephanie, would would you just stand up? I should have had you up here, Mario, so forgive me. Hmm? Okay, good. I'll let you give it in a minute. God says that you've been through a test, Mario. And Stephanie, you've been through a test too. They aren't the same test. But it was pretty grueling. And God says to tell you, you passed, both of you. (laughs) God is doing a new thing in you. And he's bringing you to a place you only thought was in the future, but it's, it's now. God is bringing it to you now. And God's going to begin to show you something, Stephanie, and you're going to teach it to Mario. And I know that's kind of opposed to the way it usually happens in that family. But as you get it, Mario, you're going to tell the world about it, and you're going to tell it in another way. And, and it's going to go viral, okay?
Everybody's got a word now. I think I'll get mine over with and let you. Um, Maria, are you back there? God says to tell you that it's his delight to provide for you. Provision has been something that sort of escapes you this year. And 2016 is going to be a year that God will provide. And you're, it's going to come from places that you didn't expect. God's going to begin to shower things on you, and, and you're going to finally understand that it's God that's doing it. You don't have anything to do with it. And so he just wants you to sit back and receive what he's going to do for you this year. You wouldn't believe I wrote these things down on the way down here. <clears throat> Where's Wayne at? God says to tell you you felt lost. You felt unhooked. You felt away. From God. And He knows what you're feeling. He knows what's going on with you. God is bringing something to you that you've asked for years and years and years. And He's going to deposit it inside of you, it's going to come from the inside out. And as this year goes along, it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And you're going, you're going to get back close to God. He is so willing to just take a hold of you and draw you to him. And you're going to begin to see a lot of things that you've missed. And God's going to restore to you the joy. if I got y'all. I, I really don't have anything for you, Rachel. But I believe God would give me something as I come over here. God says to tell you he's been there when things have been so difficult. Surgeries, pain. God wants you to know that he is your healer. He says, I know it's easy to hear that, but it's hard to receive it. He says he's going to begin to show himself to you so that you can understand what you need to do. So that he can make it so plain that you're going to step into it, Rachel. This is going to be a year of you understanding and knowing God in a way that you haven't. And as you do that, he's going to begin to show you exactly what you need to do. And as you do it, you're going to receive the healing that I know you so desire.
<laughs> so Weldon, God says to tell you, he, he knows how he's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger for you. He used to be about this tall, and now he encompasses the universe. And you've begun to understand how big he is and how important it is to walk with him. And as you walk with him, you're going to know him more. And as you know him more, he's going to provide for you more than you've ever known. This is the year to ask, to think, to expect. All things, all things are yours. Mario's got something you want. So I didn't have this planned, um, but as everybody was giving their word, God was showing me things. Told you. See, look, Pastor Sean, it's not carnal. Because God speaks to me through TV. I watch movies. And Stephanie's my witness. I think that's God. That's God. They're talking about God. God speaks to me through movies that are not Christian movies. But as everybody was giving their word, somebody was talking about not being able to tune in. And when she was saying it, I was watching a TV that was in and out of focus because somebody was crying out, God, I can't see you. I cannot see you. I can't. I can hear you a little bit, but I can't see you trying to focus the TV. Remember those antennas way back when we were younger? And God said, just as clear as the day, I have a key. For you. It's a key that unlocks everything that you've been looking for. Everything. And this key is like a key I've never seen before. It is so amazing. It's just, I wish I had it. Yes, I do, but I, the physical key, it looks so cool. And on it was written forgiveness. And he said, there are a lot of you that want to make that picture a little bit clearer. You want to see my face. You don't want my hand. You want my face. He said, this key is going to let you out of prison. Because that master key is the one that he uses to unlock our heart. When we open ourselves up and he unlocks that heart in the same way as he forgives us, we forgive others. He released us from a prison. And he said, here's the key. Now you have the power to release yourself 
out of any prison that you put yourself in. When you forgive the people that have hurt you, they're going to continue living their lives. But you're going to experience a freedom that brings joy, happiness, and everything that Pastor Sean was talking about, limitless. This key has a gift, and it belongs to you, all of you. I think that's part of us, like seeing something carnal, thinking God's not in this, and then you can begin to see something that's in there. Um, I, Melissa, right? Um, the other day when you and I met, saw each other at Crystal's home, when I walked by and you were getting ready to leave and it was cordial and, and I felt like the Lord was impressing something on me that day to say something to you. And then you left and I was kind of like, oh, okay, Lord, she left. I, whew, I don't have to do that. And then you walked in here tonight. But I, I want to I say this. What I, what I heard was that you had been through some very difficult places, that you had been what some call between a rock and a hard place, and you'd had people that have told you to quit, to give up on the things of God, and, they, and you, you refused to. And I heard him tell me, he said, tell her, well done, thy good and faithful servant, that you didn't quit, you didn't stop, you continue to walk through it. And he also said to encourage you, to encourage you to continue. Don't listen to the nay, but just the yes and amen that was brought here tonight. But I want to encourage you and say, well done. Good job. What, what is your name? Carol? Daryl. Do you have children? Okay. Do you have, t- tell me your children. Okay. A boy? Girl, and is that it? Just a girl? Okay. I just saw, I just saw a young man next to you. I'm not saying it's a baby. I'm saying that I think God's going to bring a young man that you can begin to speak into his life. I don't know who that is. It might be a cousin, could be a a nephew, whoever that may be. I don't know. I'll let God figure that out. But what I saw was you with him, and that you were speaking things into his life, and he was like a sponge. And it was almost like that sponge was dry. You know how the dry sponge, and then you put it in the sink, and you put a little water on it, and it goes, and it fills up? That that young man was filling up on the things that you were speaking forth. So don't ever limit what God has for you when you just speak forth something. Now, this specifically may be some young man, and it may be down the road. You may find out five years from now it was a nephew or whoever it might be. That would be great. Tell me then. But if not, know that when you speak, that you speak drops of water on a dry sponge. And that you're going to begin to view that. And you're going to see the countenance of people begin to change. And in the same way, the dryness that has been in your life, God says now it's being watered. And get ready because there'll be an enlargement. There'll be an increase. There'll be something that's going to even, that when you squeeze it, (laughs) it's going to be moist. And when there's so much in there that when you squeeze it, it's just going to come out. And God says he's going to just flow out through you if you'll let him. And Eli, 
when you walked in tonight. Virginia and I were, when I learned, when I learned how to prophesy or hear the Lord, we went to a, we went to a group that we had a small prophetic deal and I said, Virginia, I need your help. And I think she said two words and then I was off. Because I began to start, I began to start hearing from the Lord on that. But what I what I saw this was like an hourglass, and there were some things that you thought that there were time was running out, and the time's not running out. There is a limitless, endless section in which God says that time is there. Okay, it has to be within His timing. Your timing is not His timing. But when your timing lines up with His timing, you're going to see Him switch the hourglass and turn it back over. We used to play a game years ago when I was little and the time would run out and I would take the hourglass and turn it over. Oh, come on, somebody. And to, to try to get more time. And they were like, no, Eric, that's cheating. You can't do that. You know, but what I'm saying is that you're going to see God turn that hourglass over and then it's going to be on his time. So some of the things that you've been looking for, the timing things that are there that you've said, it's just not here. or It's just not going to happen or it's not going to be this way. That God says it's going to be within his timing and he's turning that hourglass over and that sand is running again. We want you to be able to see that. And Connie, the other day you called me on the phone and I got some prayer warriors praying for you. And I saw it was almost like the boat was sinking. And then all of a sudden you realize that it was only in shallow water. So as the boat started to sink and the water came in, you realized you could step out of the boat and step on dry ground. God says you're going to walk on that dry ground. You're not going to sink. It's not going to be overtake you. When he comes in against you, it's going to go out seven ways. So when you get ready to step out of the boat, step out of the boat. And it not talking about a supernatural thing like Peter where he walked on the water. We're talking about he stepped out of the boat because sometimes we just view things the way we see it. And we don't realize that it's there. That you're going to be able to see it and all of a sudden you're going to begin to step out of the boat and realize that the water's only knee deep. And you're going to be able to walk out of and into what God has for you. And I know you're an intercessor and we need that. And I want to thank you for that personally. I, we could probably go around and look at each and every person in here and begin to share a prophetic word of what God has and is giving us. There's going to be other opportunities for it. If you have a word, Angela, do you have anything? I want you to come on down. Um, if you have a word, we'd like to be able, if we don't get it tonight, please understand that it, it there is a timing for that also. So if you have one, we'd love to have you write it down. We're also going to take these words and we're going to upload them on the website and we'll make copies for you guys and have them available here. And then you can out get them on the website. But you need to be able to look at them and read through them and you'll find that they'll speak to you at time and time again. Angela? I did not know I had a word till about 30 seconds ago. Um. God did some interesting things with us this Christmas. Um, 
what day was it that Serena had her accident? It was, I think it was a week ago, this past Wednesday, might have been Tuesday. Um, our oldest grandchild, she's 12, was hit by a car as she was crossing the crosswalk at her school in Oklahoma City. Um, the car that was stopped at this stop, this stop sign waved her across, her and the other kids across. And as they were crossing, the next car did not stop. And that car hit her. We spent several hours in the emergency room with her. But I'm here to tell you what. <laughs> we serve a great big God. That 12-year-old little girl walked out of there with nothing but a bump on her head. She had a headache. She was a little sore the next day. She tried to. She told me, she says, when my friends asked me what I did for Christmas vacation, I'm going to tell them I got hit by a car. And I said, no, you're not. You're not going to carry that trauma with you for the, you know, for the rest of your life. I said, you, it, it happened yesterday. It's over. God protected you. You had some huge angels around you. That's what I told her. I said, you're not going to stay there. I said, you're going to tell your friends that you spent time with your family, that God protected you, and that you moved on. I haven't told you guys this. A week later, this past Wednesday, right before Christmas Eve, Shorty's mother, my mother-in-law, had a mini stroke. And we spent that whole day in the emergency room here in Woodward. Diane spent the night in the hospital. She came home the next day and there's nothing wrong with her. There's nothing wrong with her. And the reason I'm telling you all of this now is because God told me to tell you that the way he protected my family this, this week, this past two weeks, is the way that he protects all of us all the time. It doesn't matter what we're going through, whether we fall down or whether we get kicked or whether we lose everything, no matter what, God's still there. There were people in the, in the Old Testament who were beheaded for their faith. There were bad things that happened to good people. Just because we're good people doesn't mean that we're immune to it, but he's going to carry us through it. Diane has a little bit. She puts funny things in the refrigerator now. <laughs> she gets a little bit dizzy when she walks down the hall. But she's with us. She cooks dinner like she does every day. She does everything like she always does. Diane is still Diane. Serena is still Serena. And regardless of the bad things that tried to happen to them, God pulled them through. God pulled them through every single bit of it. And I'm here to tell you, God does it for you too. God does it for you too. God does it for you too. I think that's all I got to say. Wow. We want to know what the Lord's saying to you. So I want you to write it down for us and get it get it to Virginia if you 
If you come to bring it to me, I'm going to tell you to take it to Virginia. <laughs> Will you guys stand tonight? We prophesy in part. We know in part. We take these parts together individually, but we put them together and it creates a puzzle. It creates the picture. It creates a vision. It creates faith. It creates hope. Those things tonight that you're hearing, I declare over your life tonight that they will continue to resonate. There's some of the things that you've grabbed. There's some of the things that you've hold on to. There's some of the things that you've said, I'm going to get that. There's been prophetic words given to one person, but it's for other people in here tonight. There's been prophetic words given to the body that individuals are going to say, I'm going to grab that and I'm going to get that and I'm going to take that. We're saying that the lid is being removed. There is hope. There is strength. There is wisdom. There's revelation. There is joy, there's peace, there's victory, there is success. There's a party going on. There's things that are happening. There's revival that's taking place. And some of us can look and say, God, I don't see the revival. Let the revival begin in each and every one of us tonight. God is a good God and He's good all the time. And He wants good things for your life tonight. Jesus said, I've come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. He is the author and finisher of our faith. He is life. He is truth. He is light. God, we thank you that you are prophecy. And that the words that were spoken tonight from the throne room of heaven, that it impacts our lives to say, yes, I can. Yes, I will. Some of you have, been, have fallen off and God says it's time to get back on. Some of you have diverted to the right or diverted to the left and God says it's time to lock and load and put it in low gear and begin to move forward. Some of you it's time to shift from second to third or third to fourth or fourth to fifth. It's time to shift into a higher gear. Some of you God's taken supernaturally, exponentially and just bringing you to a place where things are going to begin to happen. And you're going to begin to look back and know this was the night that was the catalyst for that. So, Father, we just prophetically, we declare over your people today. We say, seek ye first the kingdom of God and your righteousness. And all these things will be added to, on, to us as well. That the keys of the kingdom have been given to us. That we take those keys and we unlock the treasures that you have for us. We access that those treasures that are there tonight. God, we thank you that you will continue to give us eyes to see it and ears to hear it, even in the midst of areas and conversations that will begin to see you and will see your love, will see your grace, will see your mercy. Father, I speak a grace and a great grace over everyone's life tonight. I thank you that we go from faith to 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 faith, ever increasing and ever growing. God, I thank you for this. We do believe it and we do receive it now in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Let's give the Lord some praise tonight. Hallelujah. Tomorrow, somebody needs what you have. Um, and listen, if you guys have an offering or, or, or a tithe to give tonight, um, just put it on the steps up here. God bless you. Have a wonderful afternoon or evening tonight. Go forth in his power, in his might. God bless you. Thank you for being part of this tonight.